got to tell you all those things to God. I, again, I uh, officiated a wedding yesterday. My niece, Carmen, got married. And uh, I'm going to show you all a quick picture. It was a beautiful wedding. Uh, Thanks, this picture is a little bit blurred because it. Uh, I took it off my phone. I kind of took it off a video. But it was truly beautiful. And uh, normally I have on, a, a, I have a, 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 a robe like a, uh, I call it my wedding garment because I married everybody I had that robe. But I didn't have a chance to get it yesterday. You all know I moved. So the robe was, in, I believe, is still in storage. You know, so I'm, you know, I, I really wish I had the robe. But in my in my suit that I had on yesterday, it was something sticking me in the in the in the side, like in my inside pocket. I just got to tell you all this story, Saints. And when I uh, when I when I uh, reached in the pockets to see what was sticking me, it was my favorite cufflinks. I call them my Jalans. I'm gonna show them to you. These cufflinks have a, like a praying hand. That was Jalan's oh, face. Uh, playing my son, uh, Jalan, as all you all know, is my son that that uh, is deceased now. But his favorite, his favorite symbol was the praying hands. And I reached in my pocket, and there was the praying hand cufflinks just sitting there. They were sticking me. So I just thank God. I really do for all that He does for me and uh, and my family, and all that He does for you and your family. I just say thank you, Lord. I mean, I know He's always with me. And he always gives me a sign that them angels that he had kept for me, they with me too. And yours are too, saints. Thank you, Jesus. I just praise God and I thank you all. <clears throat> thank you all again for today for logging in and and uh, and uh, being obedient to to uh, the call of the Lord on your life. Whatever that is, you want to you want to be obedient thank to you, that. Saints. Amen. Amen. So with no further ado. I'm going to, uh, well, you know what? Let's do this, saints. Let's, uh, let's, if you all would just touch and agree with me, I want to pray for my niece's uh, newlywed, uh, her uh, newfound, uh, her groom, her, her whole new lifestyle as a married woman. Now, I, I just want us to all pray for them because we know marriages are under great attack. And, uh, and we're in these final days. So, yes, Father, lift up Carmen and Kevin to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we speak blessings over their marriage, Lord. We pray that you strengthen them, Lord, during the tough times, Father, that they know that you're with them, Father. We pray for the blended family that they have, Lord. And Everything concerning them, Lord, we just pray, Father, that you lead and guide them into all truth, Holy Spirit. We pray ahead your protection around them, Lord. We pray that you encamp angels around them. And right now, in this infant stage of their marriage, we know Satan likes to attack things in their infant stage. He doesn't want to get them where they're rooted and grounded. He likes to get them from the beginning and destroy them. But we pray right now in the infant stage, Lord, that they can overcome the that wicked one, Lord. And we pray their strength in you, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you again for what you joined together. And your word says what you have joined together, let no man put asunder. 
So we speak that over that marriage right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And I just want to speak to everybody who's married on the line for your marriage as well, to be strong, to be intact. Amen. Oh, God bless everyone again. Let me give you my subject today, saying to God. It's entitled, Never Give Up. Amen. Thank you. Probably my sister Cheryl was in my spirit. She's a fighter, saying to God. She's going through some things right now, but no matter what, she's not giving up. Amen. And the Lord showed it to me so plain when he woke me up at 4 a.m. that I had no word. And he woke me up and put this in my spirit and her in my spirit to never give up, saints. See, we live our lives in Christ, saints of God. And in him, we never give up. Amen. Please Amen. believe if you hold on, you will get the breakthrough. I'm going to repeat that to you again. I said, if you hold on, you are going to get the breakthrough. Yes, Never give up. Don't give up, saints. Yes, Lord. That's the message. <laughs> Look, let me say this to you. When I was officiating that wedding yesterday, and it, it truly was beautiful. It really was. But as they exchanged vows in my spirit, you know what I was praying? That they never give up. I pray that their love and relationship lasts forever. I was doing that in my spirit while they was exchanging those vows. No matter what comes against them, in my spirit, was never give up. Amen. Lord knows we don't need another fatherless home, saints. Amen. I was speaking at them, just don't give up. I reminded the man of God of his position as being the foundation of the home. Amen. See, if the foundation is strong, the house will not fall, saints. <laughs> Never give up. Amen. Think Amen. about it, saints. When you live in a house, we all know things go wrong. Amen. The window gets broken and we got to fix it. The refrigerator might go out. We might have to buy a new one. Or we may have to need furniture at some point and have to buy new furniture. Well, the air conditioning these services, always something. But as long as the foundation of that house is strong, it will stand. Amen. Praise God. And I reminded that to that young man. Son, as long as the foundation is strong, it will stand. Amen. Amen. And we have a strong foundation, saints of God, because our foundation is in Jesus. Amen. That's our foundation. When you build your house on that, it cannot fall. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. See, in him we live, we breathe, we have our being, we never fail. Amen. So, saints of God, no matter what comes against us, I just want you to remember to never give up. Don't give up, saints. Our life is in Christ. Amen. And and it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's constantly growing and being built up in godliness. Amen. Giving up is nowhere in the equation, saints. Let me show you a few things in these scriptures. As I say, because we live, we breathe, we have our being in the Lord. Turn, if you all will, in your Bibles to Acts chapter 17. Mm. Oh, thank mm. you. Mm. Acts 17, and if you will look at verse 24. It says, 
God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. <laughs> when I read that scripture, I think of my elder Vic. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He's going to say God is in control. Amen. This scripture is saying God, look, it says, it says God made everything, everything in the world. And he is Lord of everything, heaven, earth, everything. And he don't dwell in no temple that was made with hands. You know, back, back in the Old Testament, uh, David wanted to build God a house. There's no house that can contain God. <laughs> Please hear me say to He's He has no limits, no boundaries. He's topless and bottomless. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Please get this in your spirit. We serve an awesome, powerful God who doesn't have any limits placed on him, but the ones we place on him. Amen. He can only do what you allow him to do because he gave us all free will. But if we line up our free will with his will for our life, nothing he can't do for us. Amen. Amen. Please hear me, saints of God. Please hear me. Look at verse 25. It says this. It says, neither is worship with man's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. <laughs> Everything we need is in our God, saints. He doesn't need things from us. Amen. <laughs> That's what this scripture is saying. He, he, could, he, he created the world, the heavens, the earth. He, he's the Lord of all of that. And it said, neither is worship with man's hands as though he needed anything. Amen. <laughs> we need him, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But when we praise him, when we worship him, when we adore him, when we lift our hands and submit to him, it says he inhabits that. That's where he lives. <laughs> if you want to know where God lives, saints, he lives in our praises. That's his home. Amen. The Bible says it like this. It says he inhabits our praises. That means he lives in them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why when the praises go up, them blessings come down. <laughs> you, you made a dwelling place for him in your life. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 26, saints of God. Verse 26 says, And have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. <laughs> See, in God, this scripture is saying this, saints. In God's sight, all men are equal. Uh, we all came from Adam. That's what this scripture is saying. We all need to be saved. Oh, yes, yes, yes. saints. See, in that day, it was a blow to the Greeks who believed that nine Greeks were barbarians. Amen. It's like today. We have one race of people that think another race of people are barbarians. Huh? Why? They don't know the word. Huh? And, the, and then back then, when slavery and all those things was in the past, they didn't want us to know the word. Because if we would have read something like this, so they wanted us to think we were inferior. Huh? <laughs> Barbarians, not people. Amen. Amen. But Acts 24, Acts 17, and verse 26 says, and have made of one blood all nations of men 
for to dwell in all the face of the earth. <laughs> see, God don't see it like that. And have determined the time before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Amen. Amen. God knows all men. He knows the heart of men. He knows what's in us. And he knows we need to be saved. All of us. Amen. Look Amen. at verse 27, saints. Verse 27 says that they should seek the Lord. If happily they might feel after feel after him and find him through though he be not far from every one of us. So he's saying, no matter who you are, you got to seek the Lord. We all have to be saved. That's what the scripture is saying. See, the Lord's objective for man is revealing himself as the creator, the ruler, the controller of the world. He wants all men to know that. Amen. Amen. Men have no excuse for not knowing about God because he has revealed himself in man's conscience. In our very being, we know it's a God. And he revealed himself in the physical world. Jesus came here. Amen. Amen. But God is with us at all times, saints. He never moves away from us. We sometimes wander away from him, but if we seek him, we'll find him. Amen. Amen. The heathens are stumbling through life looking for something. You know what they're looking for? <laughs> they're really looking for God, and they just don't realize it. Huh? <laughs> His handiwork is around every one of us, saints, the flowers, the trees, the skies. And for that matter, everything shows his handiwork. That's what the scripture says. Everything around us, we look at the sun, that just didn't get there, huh? Placed at the perfect uh, uh, distance from the earth so that we won't burn us up and kill us. Amen. Only God can do that, saints of God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. The flowers, the trees, everything is his handiwork, saints. And Paul is saying to these people, Reach out. He's right here with you. I'm telling you all that today, saints. Don't ever give up. I don't care how bad it looks. Reach out to God because he's right there. Amen. Everybody's amen in that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 28, saints. It says, For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. <laughs> oh, everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank uh, you, Jesus. He adopted us in the family. See, when you receive Christ, you are his child. Amen. Adopted into the royal family. Oh, some of us mess up because we don't realize who we are. Amen. We are a child of the most high God adopted. We have a royalty all over us. That's why the Bible says we're kings and priests. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We can say, I'm a father, saint to God. Look at verse 29. It says, for as much then as we are the offspring of God, we are not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. 
See, if we're offsprings of God, we're his children, it's foolish to think that God is a man-made idol. Some think God is a man-made idol and worship idols, worship things that we made, huh? We, can, we can't make uh, a God, God made us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 30, saints of God. Verse 30 says, in the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. See, because because we all are the same, as I began reading earlier, all men are the same. We in that failed state because of Adam. So at the end of the day, we all need to repent. That's why I says, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. We all have to be born again. We were all born with a sin nature, huh? That was against God. But we must be born again, saints of God, of the spirit of God. Amen. Oh, that's an awesome thing. When you realize, hey, I can't do this without you, Lord. See, the devil is a liar. He'll make you think you got to fix yourself first. You cannot fix yourself. God has to fix you. Amen. You just have to submit, Lord. I'm, I'm powerless. I can't do this. I'm, I'm lost without you. Ooh, you get in there, they're telling him the truth like, oh, he's ready to come and live with you and live inside of you and show you who you really are in him. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 31, saints. It says, because he have a, appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he have ordained, whereof he have given assurance unto all men in that he have raised him from the dead. See, we have, we have guaranteed saints. Because God raised Jesus from the dead. That's our assurance. He gave that to us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 32 says, again, because he have a, I mean, it says, and when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, 32 on this screen, saints. You know, I usually have Cameron clicking through this. I'm trying to keep up. It says, and when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked and others said, we will hear thee again of this matter. Just like today. When you tell them Jesus died for you, he died for you and me, some will mock that. Oh, yeah, right. We'll hear that another day. Amen. <laughs> that's what they did then in this in this scripture saints but look what paul did verse 33 it says so paul departed from among them <laughs> he left amen <laughs> it says in verse 34 how bet certain men clave unto him and believe see certain people when we minister to them when we witness to them they believe it but some won't, they'll mock, amen. But don't give up on them. What's the, the day's message says, never give up, amen. I wanna get that in your spirit. Even when we're talking about an unbeliever who mocks God, don't give up on them saints, amen. Because remember, we were once unbelievers, amen. Wanting to do what we wanna do. <laughs> and God didn't give up on us. 
That's why we all logged on here today talking about thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We can't get enough of you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Never give up, saints. That's the, that's the theme for the day. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It says, among which was the Nazius, the Aerophagite, and a woman named Damaris, and others with them. So we in Christ, saints, never give up because he died for us, and, and God rose him from the dead. See, it was a time we would give up just because death seemed to be the end. But death for a believer is not the end. Jesus don't even call say, oh, he's sleep. It's just sleep. Get him rest. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Never give up, saints. So we know that we know that we know that we know because Jesus died for us, death is not the end. We never give up. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> I got to tell you all this story because ironically, after the wedding, I came home and my wife and I watched a movie. <laughs> and the movie was so hor horrible. It really was a time waster. Amen. So I don't suggest you go and watch this movie. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the plot right now. Amen. Sometimes movies are really, really good, and we don't want to give the plot. We say, go see that movie. Go check it out. I don't want to mess it up. I'm not going to give you the plot. But this movie I'm going to tell you about, it was bad. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the plot to save you some time. Amen. But it fits with this, with this word today. <laughs> so I'm going to use this movie and this time is a teachable moment. Amen. <laughs> it was a Stephen King movie, Saints. It was, it was entitled The Mist. Oh. S-T. <laughs> and this movie was about a storm that afterwards, it left this mist. And they was looking at this mist like, what is that strange mist? <laughs> so in the mist were these creatures, aliens, if you would, and they were killing people. <laughs> so if you went into the mist, that was the end of your life pretty much. You pretty much wasn't coming out of it. Amen. Now let's, let's get to cut through the chase. Let's get to the end of this movie. So the people were all trapped in a building, scared to come out. But a few of them have figured out, hey, if we can get to this car, maybe we can get out of this mist because at some point they're going, these creatures are going to attack this building and kill us all. But the cars parked, I guess this was the start of the movie, saying my cars parked a certain like 90 feet. I think we can get so many feet before these aliens attack. So let's try to get to the car. And five of them made it to the car. Thanks to God. <laughs> so they get to the car and they drive in the car trying to get out of the mist because they didn't know is the mist throughout the whole world. Maybe the mist is just in this era. We got to get out of this mist. So as they drove the car to get out of the mist, they were doing good. Then the car ran out of gas. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. So as they sat there in the car that was out of gas, they were sitting like sitting ducks. They figured out when the creature caught up with them, he's just going to kill them all. <laughs> now it was five of them. It was the main character, I want to say the star, and his son, and it was a woman and a couple of other folks in the car. So they had a gun in the car, saying to God, and I want y'all to hear this. They had a gun in the car. It was five of them, but they only had 
four bullets. <laughs> so, you know, so they were sitting there thinking, they was, you know, thinking we only got four bullets if we just all oh, kill ourselves. Somebody gonna be alive and the creature gonna kill him. And then, I guess that their objective was for the creatures not to be able to kill them, just take their own life. <laughs> so the main started beginning to shoot them. All you heard was shoot, pop, pop, pop. Heard four shots in the car. <laughs> and then you heard this loud noise. Now he's he's distraught. He just shot everybody in the car. But he couldn't, he, he was trying to shoot himself. He was clicking, but again, he only had four bullets. So he fell out of the car. He was screaming. He was distraught. And he heard this loud noise like the creature was coming. Amen. To destroy him. But it so, so happened that it was not the creature that was coming. The loud noise that he heard was the military. They were coming. They, had, they were destroying these creatures. Now the man is laying on the ground screaming because he shot and killed everyone in the car when they were really were about to be rescued. <laughs> Saints, never give up. We are right at the breakthrough. I don't know what you're going through in your life today, who this might be for, but please hear me. You're right at the breakthrough. So if you're thinking about throwing in a towel, just hold on a little longer. You're about to get the breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Never give up, saints. We're in Christ and there is no losing in him ever. Amen. We don't give up. We will get the breakthrough. Stay in Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I got done watching that movie. I thought it was such a time waste, saints. It was, you know, but that, that word resonated and the end of the movie really corresponds to this word. God is something else, saints. He always, I mean, he gave me this word at four o'clock in the morning. Amen. I had nothing, no word. I was involved in the wedding and making sure that my niece's wedding was excellent. Amen. I was, you know, making sure I had the words for that man that she was marrying, the man of God, the you know, give him some words of wisdom so this thing can be forever that they get into and that they never give up. And God allows me to watch a movie like this and I get that same message out of it. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a few scriptures in Luke, saints. Because uh, I want you to see this so clear, you know when I when I dismiss and uh, and we leave, I want it to be so clear in your spirit because yes, I know Lord. this is for somebody. Amen. Amen. Just never give up to be in your spirit. I don't care what the situation looks like. See, when it was in that car, it looked like this monster was gonna catch up with him, and it sounded like it too. They was hearing him. Oh, boom. Boom, it's getting closer. The devil is a liar. Don't let him trick you. Right. We don't walk by, by sight. We walk by faith. Yes. Amen. Please believe God has never left us. He's never going to leave you. So don't Amen. leave him. Amen. You, Amen. Amen. Lord, praise the Lord. Glory be to God. 
All right, saints, turn in your Bible, if you will, real quick. We're going to wrap this up. Turn to Luke chapter 13. And I want to start with verse 1. It says, there were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to this, saints. So we know Pilate represented the dreaded Roman government, which was hated by the Jews, saints. Amen. But you Amen. all know when the Jews wanted to kill Jesus, what did they do? They couldn't, they didn't have the death penalty. But the Romans did, so they brought Jesus to Pontius Pilate. And in this scripture, they are telling Jesus of some uh, Galileans who were killed by Pilate and their blood was mingled with their sacrifices. Now, we know, again, saints, Pilate approved Jesus' crucifixion. And Jesus was a sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. And so here in this scripture, I want y'all to catch the similarity. They're telling Jesus what Pilate did. Amen. To these Galileans. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse two, saints. I want you all to follow me on this. Verse two, it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all, the Galileans, because they suffered such things. <laughs> oh, now y'all better stay with me now. Don't, don't get no interruptions, because I don't want you all to get this one twisted. Because Jesus is, is saying to them, What if these Galileans were severe sinners, because the scripture says sinners above all. Uh, mm -hmm. Jesus is asking them, do you think they were great sinners so they suffered such things? <laughs> oh, y'all better follow me on this. Mm. Jesus asked them, y'all think because of their great sin, that's why Pontius Pilate, uh, uh, why they were doing sacrifices, killed them, mingled their blood with the sacrifice blood? Because that's what we read in the, in the previous scripture, right? He's asking them a question. Y'all think because of that great sin, that's why that happened? Oh, Lord, have mercy. All right, let's look at verse three, because we, we think like that, saints. Oh, this person is really bad. Oh, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. But see, I'm not that bad. I only do this and this, so my penalty shouldn't be so bad. <laughs> that's how we think. All right? Look at verse three. He says, I tell you, nay. <laughs> he said, no, that's not it. But except ye repent, you shall all likewise perish. Oh, now y'all got to catch that revelation. He said, nay, he said, if you think because of that great sin, that's why Pilate did it, you're off. He said, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If you don't repent, you're going to perish just like they perish. Amen. <laughs> so Jesus answers his own question. He asked them a question. Then he said, I tell you nay. <laughs> that's not the reason then he warns them if you don't repent you're going to perish just like them now follow me saints because I don't want to leave you right there look at verse 4 it says or these 18 upon whom the tower in Salaam fell and slew them think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem <laughs> he's saying the same thing to them about this incident, the tower that fell in Salaam, it fell on some folks. Amen. Jesus Amen. is saying here, 
Don't think because a calamity happened, those sinners deserved it. That's what he's telling them. Huh? He's saying to repent today. Oh, y'all got to catch this. See, Jesus is saying, this is what he's really saying, saints. You don't know what tomorrow brings. That's what he's trying to get them to see. So since you don't know what kind of calamity can happen tomorrow, don't wait till tomorrow to repent. Do it today. <laughs> That's all he's telling them. See, because they think, and many think, oh, I'm living this life and it's not bad and blah, blah, so it's not going to be all that bad. Or this person is horrible, you know, they're living, oh, it's going to be bad for them. Jesus is saying, that's not how it works. Remember earlier, what did he tell us in the scriptures? We all are sinful. Amen. We all men have a sinful nature. All of us. And every one of us has to be born again. He's reemphasizing this point in this message right here. That's what he's telling them right here, saints of God. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse five. He makes it plain. Verse five says this, I tell ye, nay, it's not that calamity. That calamity didn't happen because they were so, such great sinners. That's not why it happened. He says, nay, but except ye repent, you shall likewise perish. So he's saying that the, the calamity is not because they were these great sinners. <laughs> Amen. And he's Amen. telling them, and if you don't repent, you're going to perish like they perish. That's all he wants you to know in this one right here, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, here we go. Look at verse seven. Because now Jesus is going to speak to him. Thank you, Jesus. Now he's going to speak to him. Um, now look at verse six, saints. Verse six says, he spake also this parable. So now he's going to give him a parable, saints. It says, a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. So here's the bread and butter of never giving up, saints. This is, what, this is really what I want you to see today. I want to show it to you. In this fig tree parable, here's a fig tree that's not producing any fruit. What's our theme for today? Never give up, right? Yes. This fig tree here is not producing any fruit. Now let's look at verse 7. It says, then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? <laughs> so for three years, he kept coming and finds no fruit on the fig tree and suggested it be cut down. I really need you all to see this parallel I'm about to give you right here. Amen. Amen. Jesus had a three-year ministry. When Jesus came, he had an awesome ministry, but it was for only three years. Amen. So for three years, Jesus went away sorrowful because very, very few, very little fruit was produced. <laughs> oh, I want y'all to hear this. In fact, God's beloved Israelites rejected Jesus. They wanted to kill him. And then kill him. Amen. Amen. I want you all to see this. So at, at the very last of Jesus' ministry, he turned away from the Jews and offered the gospel to the Gentiles. 
You got to follow me on this one, saints. He had given up on them producing fruit. Like this, this parable says, cut, it, cut the tree down. Huh? It's just not going to produce fruit. So then he offered the gospel to the Gentiles. See, he came, he came here for the lost sheep of Israel, but they rejected him. <laughs> so now he offered the, 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 the truth, the good news, the gospel to us, the Gentiles. Amen. Amen. It's, it's a script, it's a, it's a verse in John 11. It says, and 54 says, Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews. <laughs> I want you all to see this clearly. So there's no fruit on this tree for three years. And he's suggesting to the dresser of the vineyard to cut it down. That's where we at right now. Look at verse eight saints. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. So the dresser of the vineyard is not giving up on the tree. Oh, this is what I want to get in y'all spirit today. The dresser of the, the vineyard is saying, Lord, <laughs> give me some more time. He said, let it alone this year also. Give me another year with it, till I dig it and dung it. Amen. Amen. He's saying, let, let me nourish it a little more. That's what he's saying. Let me water it, feed it, speak into it, work on it. Oh, this illustrates both the intercession of Christ and the extreme patience and graciousness of the Father in this scripture. Amen. Oh, that's in my spirit, saints of God. I don't know where you are in your life or what you're doing or, or what you got to overcome or whatever. But my spirit is, is to, to dig into dung, to speak into you more. Yes, and another year, and another year, until you produce that fruit that the Lord has for you in your life. Yes. Amen. Never give up. Never give up. That's what this dresser of the video said. I can't give up on this tree. Yeah, it ain't produced nothing in three years. But I'm not giving up. Give me a little more time. I'm saying that to the Lord right now for all of us. Lord, give us, give me a little more time. Thank you, Lord. Dig and dung in them to speak over their lives. Oh, thank you. Water the grass, Lord, to feed them. Feed them your word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse nine, what it says. You see, he asked for no more time, right? And then he says, and if it bear fruit, well, all is well. But if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. <laughs> See, Jesus wants more time to work on all of us so we can bear great fruit in our lives. He hasn't given up on us, saints. We're still here. Amen. If you haven't repented and given your life to Christ, do it now. Do it today. Amen. <laughs> if you feel like you back, I'm backslidden. I'm just, I can't repent. Turn from it. You're still here. Do it today. <laughs> hey, Lord, I, I'm trying to do this thing right, but I keep messing up. He haven't given up on you. See, the devil may be lying to you and saying, you, this Jesus thing, you need to let it go. You can't do it. <laughs> Amen. That Amen. is a lie. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's a lie mixed with the truth. 
You know, that's what Satan does, right? He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He's good at it. He's the father of lies. So he'll give you a lie mixed with the truth. Truth is you can't do it. But the lie is to give up. Don't give up because it's not you that's going to do it. It's Christ in you that's going to do it. Amen. Not you. It ain't about you. All you got to do is keep submitting. All you got to do is repent. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, get this in your spirit, saints of God. Whatever you do, never stop coming to Christ. It, you. it didn't get too bad where you can't come to him. Amen. Amen. Matter of fact, if you feel like it's that bad, rush to him. Lord, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I messed up. I'm a mess. I need you. He know that already. I'm lost without you. He know that already. Amen. He just wants you to know it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord is saying about all of us. Give me that time to work with them, to dig them, to dung them, huh? so that I can bring out the best in them. That's what he does. He brings out the best in us, saints of God. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Let's wrap it up with these last few scriptures. It says, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. Verse 11 says, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity. How long, saint of God? 18 years, it says, and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. Okay, I'm giving you an example now. You doing it for you. Let me read to you about this woman again. And behold, <laughs> there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed down, bowed, bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. That's many of us when we were in sin. We couldn't do it ourselves, saints of God. Don't let the devil trick you and make you think you unworthy. Like it's something you got to do for yourself to get out of it. You can't do it. I can't do it. But God, with God, everything is possible. Amen. <laughs> oh, please hear me, saints of God. This is a great truth. You just have to realize this. Those infirmities or simple ways or bad habits you had for such a long time, you cannot lift out yourself out of them. <laughs> please hear me. God is calling someone here today so he can lose them. <laughs> he wants to lose you. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Watch what happens. Look at verse 12. It says, and when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. That's what he's doing today, saints. And said unto her, woman, thou art loose from, those, from thine infirmity. <laughs> he's in our God, something else. She, was, yeah. she had this infirmity for 18 years. What if she would have given up? That's a long time. But, but, but Jesus called her. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. She couldn't get herself out of this. It says, and when Jesus saw her, <laughs> oh my God, he called her to him and said unto her, woman, thou art loose of thine infirmities. And he's doing that today. I know he is. He's loosing some infirmities today. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Amen, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Free us up, Lord. Amen. I cry. Look at this, saints. We're going we're gonna to end with this final scripture. 
it's uh, verse 13. It says, and he laid his hands on her. And what happened, saints? Immediately. Hmm. She was made straight. And Amen. then what did she do? And glorify God. Amen. Amen. Once God gets you straight, again, who going to get you straight? Not you. Once God gets you straight, you want know what you want to do? You want to glorify him. Just like we're doing today. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. God never gives up on us. So don't you ever give up either. Never give up, saints. That's my message for you today. Praise God. Whatever you do, don't give up. Help is on the way. Amen. <laughs> Just like in that foolish movie, they gave up. The help was coming. It was right what they thought was the enemy was the help. But Satan will fool you when you, do, when you rely on your own understanding. That's why it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean onto your own understanding because that's where you can get tricked. Amen. Amen. It looks like this. It sounds like that. I'm going to assume, don't do that. <laughs> it looked like this. It sounds like that. But I trust God. But God said this. And stand on that. <laughs> Whatever God said, that's what you stand on, say to God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Let us pray, saints. Father, I just thank you for your word today. You brought it to me so late, Lord, but I thank you for it, Lord. You gave it to me, Lord, and it's in my spirit and it's in your people's spirit, Lord, to never give up, to trust you always. Thank you, Jesus. We know we're in some trying times. We're in these last days, Lord. And we thank you for that word to us to never give up. You know, Satan and, and his imps and, and all his devices are running out. So he's trying to pull out all the stops on us right now, Lord. But we're going to trust your word, Father. You said you would never leave us or forsake us, Lord. You said to stay with you, Lord, no matter what. We are, you adopted us in the family. We are royalty, ambassadors of Christ, you call us. Peculiar people, you call us. So we, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for all you're doing in our lives again. All you have done and the plan that you have. <laughs> So that expected end that you have for us, that appointed thing. We know that's that thing that's expected from you for us. And we thank you right now. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.